time for the takeover. With what, males? Put some respect on my name. Takeover with males? Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. Males on the MIC is jamming on your ride home. Today's R&B and Old School, 103.1 Kiss FM. Ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Murphy, you've seen him all over Everywhere. He's an accomplished writer. Uh, you've seen him on Black Jesus, man, the, the, the Chappelle show. But, man, he is with me on the phone today, and he's going to be talking about the Comedy Get Down Tour happening July 14th in Austin at the Frank Irwin Center. How are you, brother? How are you? Hey, good morning, man. How are you? I'm That's only actually two days after my birthday, man. <laughs> oh, is it? Man, I'm sorry, man, but happy belated birthday, brother. I'm sorry about that. No, I'm man. saying that show is going to take place two days after. I'm born July 12th. Oh, oh so okay, okay. July 14th, two days later. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So so we're going to be able to, to bring some cake out on stage and celebrate a birthday with you? Cake on stage. Uh, nah, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea either, brother. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, before... Somebody might slip and fall on that, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. We don't need you to get get a, a lawsuit of any kind, brother. We don't need no lawsuit on that. Uh, real quick, let's... let's uh, you knew the man, the legend, the icon, Prince. You actually met him. You got to spend time with him. Um, uh, how shocked and taken back with you about were you about the news of his passing last week? Uh, just I, I, I would pretty much say just as much as any, anyone else, man. You know, uh, died too early, right. so uh, that was a, sh- a shock to everyone that was you know that was exposed to him, and we all were exposed to him, him and his his greatness, his legend. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, to hear something like that, and we and he recently within the last month or so, I seen him on television or something. He, he popped up on somebody's show, and um, so all of that was totally unexpected, man. Right, right. And, I think uh, he was on The View or something. Like he recently, he was on somebody's show recently. Yeah, I think he just, uh, uh, I believe it was The View. He just walked out on stage, and everybody went crazy, and then you know how Prince did. Yeah. He just disappeared again on him. And, and that, right. And that was, was just. Very, uh, yeah, very Prince. Right. Exactly, exactly, but it was normal, you know, for him. I'm saying, so it was very, it took, 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 you know, took me by surprise. Right. We did a tribute to him on, on a Friday night in Columbus. We did another one for him in Buffalo last weekend. We did two tributes for Prince with on the comedy get down. Yeah, and let's talk about that, man. The comedy get down, a huge tour with UDL, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, also, uh, George Lopez. Uh, anybody and Eddie Griffin and Eddie Griffin and Eddie Griffin. That's right. Uh, who all? Uh, what made y'all get together and decide to do this tour? Uh, I would say that the Universal, uh, Universal, uh, uh, uh stars lined up. Universal law, law of creativity, positivity. We got together to do a free, uh, uh, free meeting. None of us were getting paid. Mm-hmm. Benefit for uh, the great Richard Pryor. To, to have his uh, statue uh, completed and placed in downtown Peoria, which is the town he grew up in. Right. And it was no. And when George called me up and told me, he said, "Listen, man, I got. I'm doing this thing for Richard Pryor. There's no money involved. You got to pay for your own hotel, pay for your own flight." I said, "Well, when do we? When do you want me there?" And I didn't know all the other guys were going to be there. I thought it was just going to be me and George. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, I seen, you know, Mike Epps, Eddie Griffin, uh, uh, D.L. Ugly, Cedric the Entertainer, and, I was, and George. And I was like, wow, this is going to be a great show. The show sold out. Outback Tours was there as well. And he was like, yo, you guys want to do this just one time? Because we, we rocked it. We had a standing ovation killed it. Mm-hmm. And we was like, no, nah, let's keep doing it. So we started doing it they, they they wrote a route up and uh we've been doing it doing it ever since right now we've been over 150 shows we've done already yeah i'll be 
how long ago did you guys start doing this tour? It was about two or three years. Almost huh? two years ago. Almost two years ago. Yeah. Right. And you guys still do, and you guys also still do your individual dates. You guys still go out and right, do individual exactly. shows, right? Like I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to be down in Fort Lauderdale in about a week and a half. You know, what I'm saying that's going to be just me by myself at the Improv. You know, then we have our comedy get down shows. We all come together and we do shows together. It's good because you know when you do a show by yourself, you're going to get get your time to do an hour, hour and a half, whatever. Mm-hmm. You fetch out, you can write new material, you can try stuff out. But then that show right there, a comedy get down because it's uh, in the arena and it's five comics, uh, it's comedian, excuse me. You have to, we have to, um, you know, budget the time so everybody gets like twenty five minutes. You know, and the show lasts like almost three hours. You right, know? right. So folks don't so, get their money's worth. And you guys are all headliners in your own right. Worth. They're gonna get more than their money's worth. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to this. It's going to be uh, July 14th in Austin at the Frank Irwin Center. Huge, huge show. The comedy get down. You would definitely want to be in the building for that. And and one thing I think a lot of people were taken aback by with you, uh, uh, Charlie, was uh, the fact that you did stand up. Everybody knew that you were uh, sort of more of a writer, sort of more of a behind the scenes cat. Right, right. And uh, so, uh, but people were shocked. Were you surprised that people didn't know that you did stand up? No, I wasn't surprised about that. I mean, you know, I've, I've, only, I've, been, I've been doing stand up for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised by that. You know, that when someone goes, oh, I didn't know that Charlie Murphy does stand up because Charlie Murphy, uh, my career pretty much was in all the uh, uh, commercial like your clubs, like improv, mm-hmm. comedy zone, comedy connection, these, all, all your franchise clubs. And most of the comedians, especially in the urban audience, mm-hmm. that they're aware of, they've seen them on BET. Right. They've seen them on Centrix or whatever. I wasn't on, I didn't come come that route. Right, right. Uh, I was, I, I came a different, those shows wasn't around anymore when I started doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, when I fr- first started doing stand-up, refused to even give me a step in and like, like wait a minute there's no way that you could be possibly good at stand up you're Eddie Murphy's brother blah 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 <laughs> you know right and uh here I am 15 years later 15 countries later okay right hundreds of shows later I'm still here okay so all those people had to eat their words because not only did I do stand up, I I still do do stand up, and I'm one of the best comedians in the world. Damn, skip you know? on that. Damn, when I say that, that, I'm not saying it at, in, in a braggadocio manner. Mm-hmm. I'm just informing you or whoever else may be wondering of the reality. You know, this is reality. This is happening. You know, um, I've been working hard for this, man. Right. And when I came into it, I came into it with that attitude. Like, listen, your brother's Eddie Murphy, uh, a legend in comedy. You're coming. You you want to start doing stand up like 20 years after he stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're his older brother, so of course a lot of people are going to be doubting and naysayers or what have you. But what I have to say to anyone out there, anyone out there that practices that as as your as your way of doing things, just remember one thing: you can't doubt the creator or anything that he made. You can doubt things that you made, but the creator made me. I'm not mad, made the creator made me. The creator gave me my abilities, my talents, all of that. So whatever you see a person doing, you know, before you hate on it, why don't you say this is the creator's way of showing me? what the possibilities are in life. Okay? Wow. That is That's what the reality is. You could be a, a you you can, you know you hear people say I want to do so and so and so and so, but I'm too old. I want to do this that and that and that and that, that but it's too late. 
But everybody told me I can't do it. Don't go by none of those. Don't buy, go by any of those things because you could be, you know, a, 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 a suffocating your own blessings, man. Man. You know? man. I didn't listen to these people. I didn't listen to the haters. I didn't listen to the, the naysayers, okay? I did what I wanted to do, what, what, what was inside me. I acted on it, and I did it, and that's why I'm here now. It ain't because somebody gave me a, 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 a break or a gift or anything like that. My gift is from the Creator. I just used what I was, what I was born with, what was inside me, what I was blessed with, and that's what everybody can do. It ain't nothing special about me, okay, except the fact that I know what I'm telling you all, all right now. I happen to know that and have been acting on it, you know. Man. Everybody out there listening, you can do the same thing. Something in your life that you want to do. Do it. Man. Don't talk about it. Do it. Man, who you t- man, talk no. to him, Charlie, man. Talk to him. Cause you talking to a brother that that I just I just been in radio three years. I was driving trucks and said I didn't want to do that ish no more. And everybody kept telling me you can't do it. You can't get in the radio. They ain't got no jobs available. Man, I'm sitting here talking to the incredible Charlie Murphy right now. <laughs> on my, and I'm three years removed from driving a damn truck. So yes, I'm I'm a firm believer in everything that you're speaking on, brother. Everything that you're saying. Yeah, man. I mean that's real talk, man. And you I hear people every day say they believe in God. Right. And they'd be lying because they practice doubt. Right. Those two things don't go together. You can't say you believe in the creator, but you have doubts. Man, I, I did not know I was going to have church. If you believe in God, you don't have no doubts. Man. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Right, man. Man, you're inspiring this morning, man. I'm telling you, brother. Talk to him. Yeah, man. That's Talk what I said to everybody. It's always somebody that want to, you know, try to show you the ugly side of something or the, the perilous side to try to discourage you from doing whatever it may be. Right. Now, we all have our own internal instincts. Like, for instance, if somebody came to me and said, we're going bungee jumping. Well, I see people bungee jumping, and I see people having fun. But I got this, something that's inside me that says, you better not bungee jump, Charlie. <laughs> so I, I listen to the little eternal voice. I don't go bungee jumping. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but when it came to doing comedy, the little voice was saying, "You got this, bro. Get on out there. It ain't going. You ain't going to be the best in the world overnight. Because the best in the world didn't become the best in the world overnight. You gonna have to get out there and do diligence, just like everybody else. This is an art form." You know, and it's like, you know, the the, the people that, that, that put the most into it get the most out of it. Right. You know, you gonna, you, you know, people don't see you when you and when you practice and when you're thinking, when you're trying to create. That's not part of the show. They just see the show. Right. Man. Okay. See the preparation. They don't see the sacrifice. They just see the show. Trust me, and that's and that man. Yep. What you speaking is one hundred percent truth. Actuality is something I've, I've, like I said, I've experienced and dealt with. And like I said, man, it just I I thank you for just reinforcing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And telling people how real that is. That that's the mentality that they need to have, man. But we getting off track. We getting off track. And let's stay focused. <laughs> and let's talk about uh, stay focused, baby. And let's talk about the show real quick, man. Um, and and what are some of the topics y'all touch on in this tour, man? I know. I, I, so, I, I, the show is the show is very uh, it's a, the show is not for kids. That's number one. Right. <laughs> 
Right. Okay, if you if you under eighteen, don't come to the show. It ain't for you. Right. Okay. I don't like talking about some of the things I'm gonna be talking about to no kid. Adults, bring it. Right. You know, when I'm talking about something, I like to know that what I'm saying is being comprehended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, like, let's give you a, give an example. Okay. Let's say you're talking about raising kids to a bunch of 18-year-olds. You think they're going to find that funny? Of course not. They didn't raise nobody. They can't comprehend what you're saying. They didn't have any experiences. Part of what's making what you're saying funny is the shared experience that you have with the adults that have raised. So that's what's helping it to work. You know, so, you know, yeah, the, 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 first first off, like I said, the show is not for children. It's for, for adults. We talk about adult subjects, adult concepts, and that covers the whole span of everything that you can think of because it's five of us. You know, it's like, oh, wow, um, we're looking for something new to talk about. Everybody, we're covering everything, you know? Right. Every, between the five of us, we cover everything, and uh, it's a great show. The show has no intermission. Oh, so you're just going back to back to back to back. That's right. We don't People give you no break. You can't get up and, you know, stretch out and uh, rub your stomach and go, no, 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 no. You staying in the chair till the ride is over. <laughs> we want you to leave out of there with a sore face, all right? Your cheeks hurting, your, your abs hurting, and get back in the car, go home and sleep real good. That's what I'm talking about. Like one of them little whoopings you used to get when you was a kid. Now, sleep after that whooping, yes, that's sir. how I want. We want you to sleep like that after the show. <laughs> so get get your butt whooped. Come get your ass whooped. Come get your face whooped. <laughs> come get your cheeks. Come, come get come get you know your energy. Let me tell you something, man. The best thing, the best medicine for for the human spirit is laughter. Indeed. You know, and you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a hard believer and a hard practitioner. You know, people be saying, how come you laughing so loud? How come you laughing so hard? Because I want every drop. I'm, I want it. Right. All the medicine that you get from laughing, I want it. And then I laugh loud. I, you don't want me to be laughing at you. It, it can really start some shit that have a person feeling some kind of way if I'm laughing at them individually. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I, I enjoy laughing. I enjoy being around funny people and... My life has been that way where, for some reason, I've always been around funny people, man. man. My my family is funny. My uncles are funny. My friends were funny. The uh, the, the, the situations that life dealt was was funny. Mm-hmm. It's been funny all around. Has there been ugly things and negative things? Yes. But they outshined by the funny. The bright, the, the hilarious, you know, that's... Those are the memories that, you know, are worth remembering and bringing back up. That's true, man. And and um and real quick, man, I wanted to ask you about because I, I you you one of the brothers that that's in this sort of entertainment industry that I, from, no matter what I've heard, they've always said that you kept it one hundred. You keep it one hundred with people. You give them nothing. I but keep the, it one hundred, bro. You you give them nothing but the raw and honest truth. So I gotta get I gotta get your opinion on this presidential election, man. Because uh, what, uh, just what? How do you see this thing shaping out? What do you see? What's going on with this presidential election? Well. I'm going to tell you, to be perfectly honest with you, I see Hillary Clinton become the next president of the United States, man. Because at the at the end of the day, take all the rhetoric out of the situation and all of the, the negative campaign smears and all that, mm-hmm. she's the most qualified. Right. Okay. Point blank. Point blank. Whoever you get after her is less qualified. Right. Point blank. 
Uh, Donald Trump is the least qualified. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Republicans, that's the man. So I can't see him beating Hillary in the general election once once it gets down to, they have to debate each other, man. Right, right. Okay? And you ain't gonna, he's not gonna be able to win a debate one-on-one by giving vague answers. He got all the way to where he's, where he's at right now by giving vague answers. Right. Or, or, or answers that are not even uh, really an answer. Okay? Right. No one knows his position on a lot of things, man, a lot of important issues. He gave he he didn't give you an answer on it. Well, in a one-on-one debate, you're gonna have to give an answer. Right. And when he has give give uh, 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 answers, he's got himself in trouble. Right, right. So he tried to stay away from that. He's the least qualified, and he always brags about how he's not a professional politician. Well, he's also being a politician is is more than the person that gives a speech. Okay, it's a real job. You know what I'm saying? It's a lawmaker. Mm-hmm. Politicians are lawmakers. That's why they work in Senate, Congress. They're lawmakers. They draft up laws. They they vote on laws. Blah blah blah. They're well read. They know the law. Donald Trump is a builder of you know hotels and all that. Buildings, right? <laughs> That's right. all he does. Right. That's not his expertise. Okay. Now he got to where he got because of his personality and all of that, and he also tapped into the anger. The un, uh, the uh, under underlying anger of, of America, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and that that anger, no one is saying is addressing it. That anger was created. That anger was created by you know uh, Rush Lumbar, right. Fox News, mm-hmm. you know, telling people that listen to them over and over again that you know you have to worry about something. Somebody's taking your job. And, and it's this people over here, the Muslims, they're responsible for this, or you know, uh, the, the Latinos are coming over the border and they're taking this and that and blah, and all of that stuff is hyperbole, man. Right. They created a whole community of people that believe that, right? See, because they know that within the American, uh, within the nation that we live in. There's a lot of people who are about as smart as a horse, man. They know that. Right. So they just throw out some, some real dumb BS, and a lot of them rush over. The horses run right over there. <laughs> and they believe it. <laughs> they believe it. They right. believe that Donald Trump is going to build a wall. Okay? They believe that. And nobody knows how he's going to pay for it. I'm gonna nobody it. knows how he's going to pay for it, but they believe it because he. We, I just think Donald Trump is going to do what he says. That's enough for you, really? Well, I believe that Donald Trump will start World War Three. That's what I believe. Right. Man, okay? I agree with you. Not that he will build a wall. Not that he's going to start immigration. He's going to start World War Three. That's what he's going to do. Man. Mark my words on that. Well, okay? let, well let's just... People, hope- that, people that sit around... And 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 they and they and they have a problem with the, the way their life is going. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting up and changing it themselves, they prefer to point across the road at someone else to say, "Well, the reason why my life is not going right is because of the Muslims. Mm-hmm. The reason why my life is not going right is because of the Mexicans and the immigrants." Guess what? The reason why your life is not going right is because of you. Tell them. Talk to. Look him, in the bro. mirror. Accept it. Okay? It ain't nobody else's fault that you don't have teeth. Okay? It's your fault. 
If you don't have teeth, go to the dentist. <laughs> no point across the street and go, ring when I ain't got no teeth, go to Mexican, got my teeth. <laughs> no, go get some teeth, goddammit. <laughs> true that, true that. True that, man. Let me. I'm yeah, not, we should be, have a president from America. You know how ignorant that sounds, <laughs> man. Oh, because his name is Barack Hussein Obama. He ain't from here because <laughs> his last name ain't Johnson. Okay, <laughs> he ain't from here, man. I ignorant. Got- Man, ignorance, bro. I, I know it's a lot of ignorance in this world, man. But um, let me get you. I done got you worked up this morning. You fired out of the cannon now. That's what I'm talking about, brother. I hear the, the, the fam in the background. I hear the kids running around in the background, and you fired up this morning, brother. I mean, uh, I got your fire lit this morning. You asking me the right questions to get me fired up? <laughs> I yeah. see that. <laughs> man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I'm not ashamed to say I've spoken on, on 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 many of my shows, man. You know because. I'm a, as a black man, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not extremely proud that I live to see a black president in America. Who you telling me? I'm man. extremely proud of that. Very proud of the fact. I'm also man. extremely proud of the way he handled his job. Right. There has been no scandal concerning him or his presidency mm-hmm. the entire time he's been president. No sex scandals, no drug scandals, no infidelity scandals, nothing like that. Right. He's just been doing his job. Right. And he's also a person who I've seen for the first time in my life, the head of, of, of the Senate come out and say, from day one, my, not my job is to serve the American people. My job is to ruin the president's presidency. Does that sound correct to you? That sounds very... Is that what, is that what his job is? That's what he's paid to do? That's... that's Man, we got a, a huge pump-ass Congress. Is, is, that's the what Senate, we got. Is, is the head of the Senate's job to ruin the office of the president? That is not your job. Is the Senate's job to undermine the presidency when they all got together and they sent the letter to the... I had told it and tried to ruin the Iran yeah. deal and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Is that your job? No, that's treason, bro. That is treason. That's treason. And people tend to forget. And I forget that because we hear all that. forget. Look at it and act like they ain't looking at what they're looking at. Because the president is a man of color. Okay? Mm-hmm. So all of those things that were done, it didn't go over my head when you came back and said... Oh, yeah, everything's going wrong because of... No, everything's not going wrong because of him. Everything's going wrong because there's a concerted effort to make things wrong. Right. By a particular group of people. I'm not blinded by that. I, I, I see what's really being done. You better think about it. The Republicans just voted to not send funding to help out the people who got poisoned in Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan is in the United States of America. We went there, the comedy get down, we went to Flint, Michigan. We did a big show, we donated all the money from the show, we bought water, we did all of that stuff. But as I was doing it, I had to say to myself, hey, wait a minute, this is nice that I'm doing this, but ain't this the government's job? Right. But, you know, it's nice that I'm donating money and all that, but I shouldn't have to. Right. The government should have been right there. Oh, yeah, boom, boom, straighten it out. And then the Senate came in and they voted to not straighten it out, to not send money. Man. Now, they got overridden, from what I'm told, 
But they, but they was moving on you and basically saying that's those people, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You had to get a, you had to get in touch with that part of America, okay? And for what it is, before you point at Barack Obama and say it's him, there's some evil people in in the government of America. Evil, man. Greedy and evil, man. Who you and talking? racist, man. All of that, straight up. Straight up. We've known straight this. Straight up. And guess what? I'm not fooled by them. And every chance I get, I let everybody else know that there may be. You know, on, on the fence or looking at, well, you know, he did this. He, no, he didn't do that. They did that. Man, you are. They did that. Man, you game. are speaking the truth, man. Speak, man, speaking the truth, man. Man, we, look, you know, I done held you up for like, we've been on this phone for like 27, 30 minutes now. We done went in. <laughs> and I don't want to keep you, I don't want to keep you. I know you got a busy and hectic schedule, brother. Uh, so, uh, man, I, I thank you so much for taking the time out. One, and one more time, man, the comedy get down, man. Tell the people about it. The comedy get down is coming to keep it 100, to keep it real, and to keep it funny and sexy. We're going to be there. On the 14th, two days after my birthday, and we coming there to get you. You're going to laugh hard. That's all I got to tell you. You're going to laugh real hard. So don't eat before the show, okay? <laughs> I don't want you to mess your outfit up. <laughs> and you know they're going to be coming out there in their fires outfits too, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So don't eat before the show. Come there ready to, you know, where you can really contract your abs and not get sick. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you, man. I thank you so much, Charlie Murphy. He's a part of the Comedy Get Down Tour. They're going to be here in Austin, Austin, Texas, Frank Irwin Center, July 14th. July 14th. Man, it's, it's going to be going to be real, baby. It's going to be a great show, man. I thank you so much for taking this time out to, to talk to me, man. I really do appreciate it. That's what's good. Check, check this out. The live is showing the CTX. We take it Follow Mills on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hey, yo, hey, yo, turn it up at Gargamel Jamel. The Takeover.